0: Welcome, Grace brother shoppers, to a special presentation from the case fires of Saturday Morning Confidential. Floor two is ladies' wear and gentlemen's apparel, going up. Welcome back to Going Up. As always, I am your shop assistant, Maddie Limerick, and today, welcome back for episode three. Our figures are slipping. So here we are, March 28th, 1973, and so we're kind of picking up where we left off before. The nice thing with every Being Served is all the episodes are episodic. They they just kind of, every episode kind of goes on. There's very little ever continuity, which actually I think is the reason why the show succeeded for so long and was able to exist was because each episode was kind of its own story, the story was finished by the end of the episode or it wasn't but we just kind of moved on uh so in this episode Mr. Lucas he's still new his sales aren't doing well and a lot of notice is being taken to that he's late he's not the best employee but also like in a day of act your wage I'm like go on Mr. Lucas do your thing man also not everybody's good at sales like this kind of sale specifically it's really hard so of course has to go and see Mr. Rumbold and um yeah he's so close to being fired and then he gets a return on a 20 pound jacket, which isn't a lot today, but you know, it's 1973. So that's way more back then. Uh, so he just wants to take Miss Brahms out to the movie, a movie called The Unsatisfied Virgin. Yeah, I know. But just let that see again. He wants to take an unsatisfied virgin to The Unsatisfied Virgin. It's the joke in the episode. It's quite funny, but Mr. Rumbold is upset that the sales have been slipping for the month. And in many, it's the most corporate way ever. Like watching this episode, he goes, Ah, yes, has anyone else noticed that the sales have been shifting the last four, four weeks? And Captain Peacock goes, Ah, yes, yes, yes. Have you noticed that as well, Mr. Granger? Mr. Granger goes, Yes, yes, have you noticed that? And so it just goes through and then just talking in circles about what they can do. Which like for anybody that's worked in corporate or has worked in sales, it's like... Wait, why are you management then? If you're coming to me to figure out what the fuck you should be doing, like I am, I am confusion. I am, uh, you know, but that is what it is. But because of that, it is decided that they will do a sales conference that evening, led by Mister Rumbled, because he is. <laughs> the, the voice of uh of knowledge when it comes to making sales, apparently. Oh, uh, it's and this is the first episode where we really start seeing them leaning into the kind of foppish joke of Mister Humphreys. He has a very unique walk, a very specific walk, uh, and he's very vain, which I love about him. There's a you know middle-aged gentleman who's doing the return and goes, "Ah, oh, no, no, no! You weren't the person that helped me. The other person was." much younger and and very good looking and and just goes, well, it had to happen eventually. There are these moments where we're really starting to get those moments of of the insanity kind of setting up. And so Mr. Rumble decides that they must stay after for a several hour sales conference, which again, in the day of act your wage, like before it would have been like, oh yeah, of course I have to stay at a work, whatever. But like you're working hourly. It's a time clock thing. But in this situation, they don't even have a time clock. They have time Book, and they expect them to clock out and then stay on their own time for this sales conference, quote unquote. And this is the introduction of one shtick that will continue for the entirety of the run of the show, which is when Mrs. Slocum goes, But we must think about my pussy. And of course, it's her cat. They're being clever, and there's always Again, this is that really great example of how they play with the double entendres of, of oh, I'm sorry, it's caged up uh, and, and things. And this will continue literally almost every episode through the entire run of the show. Um, and so there's a lot of playful banter back and forth. We see Miss Brahms seeing Mr. Lucas's... Uh, advances towards her seeing Captain Peacock's advances towards her seeing Captain Peacock you know uh Mrs. Slocum's advances to Captain Peacock Mrs. Slocum's advances to Mr. Lucas and they're just kind of playing around so of course they all have to stay after there is a sales conference and it's it goes exactly how you think it is. They want to talk about, you know, Mr. Rumble told Mr. Lucas, you need to smile more. It's the only thing he can tell him about how to improve his sales, how to really like hook, line, and sinker the guest. Which, again, to me, anybody that's worked retail has worked with management who is always in their office, never on the floor, probably hasn't sold something themselves in eons. It's just very funny. And then he goes onto the floor, jokes about it with Mr. Humphreys, and then puts on a terrible smile. And Mr. Granger goes, wipe that silly smirk off your face. It's not good for the shop. Which, you know, it's just very funny because you have the people with the experience and, you know, their kind of thing. And it's just, it's so funny to think about because like what? We have let ourselves get to this point where we will work ourselves to death for almost no money because that's what we have to do and kind of do all these things and adhere to this hierarchy. That's why it's funny. Cause like even in a department store setting now, even in places like Harrods and things that are still in the UK that are still commission based while you're still getting paid hourly. Like it's, it's just so funny, but like this is just such a moment of time. Um, and Uh, again, there's always these great moments where we see Mr. Humphreys making the sale to a woman, um, and he was like, just remember, low-sud detergent, don't put it in the washing machine, don't lay it out to dry, don't put it it in the dryer, don't put it in your open flame, don't hang it in the sun, (laughs) and then if there's anything wrong, ma'am, don't hesitate to bring it back. Um, And you know, we had other really a lot of jokes setting up where just showing that Rumbled is so inept of. uh, You know, if anybody's ever worked in a store where everything's just falling apart so like in the ladies department their drawers are just sticking they are not going in and out they're talking about how unprofessional it looks and mrs luckham has to put her whole hip into it just slam that back in uh which leads to a very uh we need to talk about our drawers uh which for anyone out there doesn't know slang of drawers underwear and you know, things and it's just talking about damp drawers and how they're always so damp and a man came and put beeswax on them and it made it worse but mr humphreys puts french chalk. And they're silky smooth. It's just all of these things where like, I obviously cannot make it as funny to you as it actually is. Um, But yeah, so we're doing this stupid sales conference. And Rumbold is one of those people who just likes to hear himself talk. I am one of those people. That's why you all are here, clearly. Uh, but, like, talks into circles until you just realize that he had no idea what he was saying to begin with. Uh, and you know, just, and so, of course, they're going to role play, they're going to do all these things because. He, leading the sales conference, should have all the answers, right? Or at least have an idea of what he's doing. But and goes, well, what do you all think we could do? And, of course, they uh, were given hot cocoa and cheese buns by the canteen because, you know, it's dinner time. They all wanted to go home. Because also keep in mind, the store closes at 5 p.m., I believe, or 5.30 Um which used to be the thing in the day open at nine close to five uh even for shop settings so people were at home in the evenings uh and so everybody had plans mr K- captain peacock had had um, uh, uh uh oh tickets to see a, a military tattoo and all these you know different things and so they're all there they're begrudging and they spend the first bit of time and it's the most corporate thing ever it's the most corporate thing ever being like all right should we um pour the cocoa and buns now or should we wait for an hour or two to have them all right let's take a consensus what does everybody think what does everybody think what does everybody you know just wasting time talking in circles it's very much like a, a meeting that could have been an email i know we all hate them we've all been through them uh and going through and of course they're going to they're going to role play. They're going to figure out how to be good salespeople, how to really lock in that sale from the moment that the, the guest walks through the window to the uh, window, Jesus, the door, to the moment they leave. Um, and so Mr. Rumble goes, and in his ineptitude, gets in the elevator. And again, these elevators are going to have issues with them continually through the entire series. Uh, goes down a floor, gets stuck, has to come running back up. Hilarity ensues. And then Mr. Grace shows up young young mr grace uh to take part in the sales conference as the owner of the store which like would never happen today probably didn't even happen then um and all these things happen they're talking and he just goes oh you all have done very well it's time for you to go home you've got this and uh mr lucas uh slips a coat on him which you know, Mr. Lucas is, you know, a salesperson trying to do his job. Slips the coat on him. Mr. Grace very loves the coat. He was like, oh, I didn't even know I needed this kind of coat. This is so, this is a good one. You keep him here. He's doing so good. And he just does the, you all done very well. And everyone goes, thank you, Mr. Grace. And, the, and he leaves. And um, uh, Mr. Rumbold goes, I didn't even know we had a Weimar coat in stock lovely job Mr. Lucas and Captain Peacock just goes Mr. Lucas just sold Mr. Grace his own coat and Rimbold in his ineptitude goes wait he sold Mr. Grace his coat Mr. Lucas coat and he goes no he sold Mr. Grace Mr. Grace's <laughs> coat and of course they're just like of course and that's it The everyone's eyes roll and the, uh, the credits roll it's another fun moment where they're really kind of discovering. This is, we're really leaning in. We're getting to see, getting to see a lot of shoppers. We're getting, where we just met Deidre for the first time, who is one of the um, custodian ladies. We'll see a lot of them in like the openings of shows. They're quite funny. They stay on throughout most of the, the run of the show. Um, and they always add a very fun, like common upstairs, downstairs moment. Um, And again, class plays into this a lot because they make fun of Miss Brahms for being common and Mrs. Slocum and Captain Peacock being more posh when really they're just what we would consider lower middle class people. They're just middle class. They're all just shop people. There's very much that air of like Captain Peacock's time in the military prepared him for all these things. So he deserves all this respect. And Mr. Granger knows everything because he's been in the shop for years. And really, it's all they're all just. They're all just silly lost shot people who I adore immensely. Before we go, this was also where we really see them setting up the shtick of Mr. Lucas being a grand storyteller. So when he first, like, he's always late. He always stumbles in, and there's always some ridiculous, preposterous reason why he's late, and it's always hilarious. And then with Mr. Rumbold, when he's describing why he's having a hard time at home, because he just lives in this one little room, and his mother's having a hard time they've had to take in an asian border and the cat's sick it's just so hard now this is the time where i just am confused why they needed to specifically say take in an asian because like this is those moments where like like asian characters specifically are not handled really well in this show we're gonna see one i think it's called the twisted hand of fate where there's a japanese character that is just an appalling stereotype um but it is funny because Mr. Lucas is just telling this preposterous story and then when he goes out and recants it to Mr. Mr. Humphreys, he goes, oh, you told quite, you used quite a bit of material. Very proud of you. And so it's just kind of very funny to see that it's kind of how the shows kind of roll with that a little bit. So, I mean, we're going to see that quite a lot through the rest of the show. Now, that was episode three. What did you guys think watching it at home with me? Are you all even watching along at home? Because I think you should. Uh, Now remember, get your sales books in line, because we're going up. So, I have a question. Have you ever wanted to get into comics, but you just didn't know where to start? Well, welcome to Comics Quest. I'm J.D. Martin, and every week I sit down with a guest to talk a comic that I think anybody can pick up and start their comics reading journey. We take a look at psychedelic sci-fi, fantastical action, heart-wrenching love stories, and of course, superheroes. So, check us out at certainpov.com or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Saturday Morning Confidential is brought to you by Dreamer Productions and is a proud member of the Certain POV Podcast Network. You can find us on Facebook at Saturday Morning Confidential, on Instagram at SMC Pod, and on Twitter at The SMC Podcast. You can find all the shows that CertainPOV has to offer at CertainPOV.com. or also on Patreon at Dreamer Productions, where your donation of only $2 a month keeps constant programming coming in and supporting our new shows as we go throughout 2022. Now join us again next time for another deep dive into the files of Saturday Morning Confidential. CPOV CertainPOV.com